Welcome to Sacred Magic. Violet is on a quest to bring sacredness back into our everyday experiences. Anyone can have an extraordinary life when they are able to tap into the sacred magic within. Violet and her guests will be sharing their divine passions, inspirations, and stories of connecting with their sacred magic. We are so happy you have joined us today. Let's get started with your host, the magical creator of Discover Your Spiritual Gifts, Violet Rain. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sacred Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Violet Rain, and today my guest is Janet Langmeyer, who is a dedicated spiritual explorer studying and teaching transformational principles for decades. As a master coach, Janet blends spiritual principles with practical real-world application in her coaching and teaching. Throughout her career, Janet has helped people to successfully transform their lives in the areas of career, education, relationships, spirituality, body image, and health. No stranger to the work of transformation, Janet's ongoing personal journey to full-spectrum abundant living is the driving passion behind her desire to coach and help others. Janet's coaching programs, workshops, and retreats help people break through limitations, achieve greater results, with their known that they've never known before. Contributing author to four books, of three of which are Amazon number one best sellers, are short, sweet, and sacred uplifting stories from life coaches who overcame and moved from stuck to success. And her second book, Holds My Crown, Women of Grit Share Stories of Resilience. And the last one, The Badass Within, Stories of Strength, Hope, Courage, and Happiness Matters. Welcome. What a long bio. I love that. You've accomplished a lot of things, Miss Janet. Thank you, Violet. <laughs> you know, it takes a lot of work. I know what it's like to write books and put them together and I know what it's like to do retreats. I, I get what all work goes into all that. But tell us, what got you from where you were to where you're at today? What's your story? Oh, goodness. Uh, <laughs> it's, um, you know, finding our way to what we do is, is, a, is a life journey, right? You know, yeah. most of my life, I've been doing the kind of work that helped people make life-changing decisions. That's been in my corporate life, all of that, that's kind of the way that I've been in my life, helping to be a catalyst, helping to be there to help people make decisions that, that help change their life for the better, whether it's to go to school, to get a new job, to move along further in their life and their relationships, their career, whatever. So um, it was kind of a natural extension, but um, it didn't have, you know, how, you know, how you hit bottom and then you go, oh, maybe it's time. <laughs> and <laughs> I was, absolutely uh, true. I, yeah, I was driving down the Boulder Turnpike one morning, uh, heading to my job. I had a good job. I was happy with my job. I made good money, but I was on the road and working all the time. I mean, literally my day started at four in the morning. I'd drive up to Boulder <laughs> and then I'd work all day and I'd drive back. And I was just falling into bed. So my life had become nothing but work. 
And um, one Monday morning, that's when heart attacks happen, right? I didn't have a heart attack. I had a panic attack just as I was pulling off of the freeway to go into um, the parking lot. And <laughs> I got this, turn your life around, turn your car around, right? My A good friend of mine had sent me a text and I was having this panic attack. And I thought, she's a doctor. I'll just give her a quick call. And she said, turn your car around. And I thought, I'm single. I live alone. I, I have to work to make a living. I can't possibly just not do this. But I texted my boss and said, I'm here, but I can't come in. And I turned my car around. And that was the day I changed everything. I never went back to the job. <laughs> and I literally listened to that voice inside. I wasn't, you know, we don't always know the how of how we're going to move forward. But I had a clear vision of the what. And the more I gave energy to that, things started to happen. The how shows up and you make decisions to either go with it and let it unfold or you make decisions to continue to stay in fear. I just kept jumping yeah. in off the cliff. <laughs> and, I love, I love that. <laughs> I love that because so many people stay stuck in that fear, right? They're terrified to do anything different because they don't know what's different. So I think it's awesome that you took that path, but what would you tell somebody today that, you know, is afraid, is terrified uh, about, you know, how, how did you move forward? Just share with us a little bit about that. Well, um, this is what I share with my clients and, and literally what I did myself. As I said, get clear on the what. What is it that you're being called for? What is it that you want? And sometimes we don't have a clear vision of that. We have an idea. We have a notion, right? Uh, but we always have some inner voice. And our intuition never steers us wrong. I don't care who we are. If you're listening to your intuition, you'll know. And when you come up against your fear, there's there's different kinds of fear. There's the fear for your life where you really have to do something to be safe. You should listen to that fear. It's protecting you, right? But the same fear comes up when we're afraid to move forward and do something. And that's because fear is a protector. And there are times when we can say to our protector, I don't need you right now. It's time for me to, to walk through this fear. And the how shows up. An opportunity will show up. You'll meet someone. Um, you'll Sometimes you read a book. You open a book up and you'll go, that's exactly what I was looking for. It, these, it seems like it's, it's happenstance or circumstance or, or synchronicity, however we want to use it. But the truth of it is, is a coincidence is not something that happens out of the blue. A coincidence is when things come together, they coincide to support you. It's working for your best. And when you feel that coming together, that coincidence, pay attention, there's your how right there. And then take that step, even if you're afraid. And of course, we're afraid when we do something new. That says we're on the edge of something new, right? If it wasn't on the edge of something new, we know how to do it. And if you know how to do it, then do it. I always say a goal is usually something we know how to accomplish. A vision or a dream, we usually don't know how to accomplish. And we have to trust that inner sense of ourselves and take a step at a time to move forward. Most of us don't end up with one decision it's a group of decisions. We have one decision perhaps that starts us on that direction, but it's little decisions and little steps and little supports that get us where we're going. 
I love that. that I your love question? That. <laughs> yes. I love, I love that because I know people are afraid to make change. You know, we're afraid to change our reality. We're afraid, you know, we're afraid of what tomorrow brings. And it really does take us just moving through that fear and moving in the right direction. And I agree with you that we're being guided if we'll just listen and connect. And sometimes I know for me, you know, I've heard that voice. You need to do this. Or you need to do that. And I'm like, no, no, not ready. Not going to do that. Right. No, no, don't want to do that. Nope. Don't want to hear that. And I keep going. Spirit has a habit to hit us over the head with a two by four. And then all of a sudden they take the decision away from you because they've told you for months, weeks, years to do this. And you've dug your heels in of, I'm not going to do that. And where I've seen that in my life is the job gets eliminated. There's no yeah, job to go right, to anymore. Right. That's exactly well, what happens. <laughs> Or the house, I don't know, gets sold or something happens and you don't have any choice. It's now time to move. There is, you know, there's these catalysts that come in and spirit's like, okay, we've been trying to tell you, we've been trying to prepare you. We've been trying to get you to step through. Now I call those bump contracts because in Akashic, we have bump contracts that we agreed to before we came here. That if I get too far off path, if I go too far in one direction, you have permission to knock me back onto my path. And those aren't always fun. It's so much easier when you do it yourself than when they push you back onto path, right? So, so it's so true, Violet. You know, we get the inklings, the whisperings, the nudges all the time. Everybody knows it and not listening to it because we couldn't figure it out. You know, when I hear myself say the words, I'm trying to figure that out, I stop right there. The minute those words come into my mind, I know that I'm trying to be in charge. I'm no longer listening to the power that breathes me. And I go, stop. It's not my job to figure it out. It's my job to be present. The how always shows up every single time. It's never, ever not been there for me my entire life. Now, I have held it at bay sometimes for long periods of time, right? But if we really listen to ourselves, we're never going to step in a situation. I always tell my clients that there's not a right or a wrong or a good or a bad when it comes to that internal message. There's just be with it. And instead of judging it, listen to it, and it'll become clear. And it, like you said, it becomes a non-decision because it's, it's, it's just right there. There's no other decision to make. You're facing it. And uh, when that happens, sometimes those, that's when I get the text or the phone call that says, you're never going to believe what just happened. And then they go, oh, yeah, you probably will. <laughs> you know, it, it's so true. I had a client um, that I sat with yesterday and everything's falling right into place with this grace and ease. Everything is coming right in place. But her human mind is telling her, oh, should I trust this? Does this, is this really what I'm supposed to do? It's happening too easily. It's coming in too easily. And I love those questions because it's like, well, what's the problem? <laughs> because it is perfectly aligned with everything you've been asking for. It's coming in with grace and ease. You're sliding right into it. So what are you worried about? Why are you afraid to make that decision to move through that? 
when it is setting you up perfectly aligned? Well, because it doesn't always happen that way. Well, I find when we're in our flow, it actually happens exactly that way. Yes. One of my favorite questions. What if it was easy? (laughs) Right. Right. It's like, wow. So talk to me about the, I am not worthy. I am not enough syndrome. Oh, Violet. (laughs) I know that you run into this in your work as well as I do. I would say that that is the core. If you if you strip away all the excuses that we offer ourselves or offer other people about our lives, the core underneath of it is some message where we've come into a belief that we're not worthy or we're not enough for whatever is going on in our life. And there's this, this whispering or this deeply held or deeply seated belief that somehow or other, I don't deserve. And it's... It's such a deeply held belief and it's so widespread. It's I just find it at the core of almost every client I work with. And as that starts to loosen, because I really think it has a really tight grip on people, as it starts to loosen and people start to have what we just talked about, that easy flow, and the flow starts to happen, sometimes just as everything is starting to flow and things are moving, that old story will come back up of, well, I, this can't happen because, you know, I'm... I, I don't, I don't have this. I don't, I'm not good enough. And it'll come up like, I'm not tall enough. I'm not short enough. I'm not thin enough. I'm not, you know, worthy. And I don't, I'm not strong. I'm not educated. I'm not beautiful. I don't have friends. I mean, you can fill the blank in. It doesn't matter what words we use underneath of it is this fear that we're not good enough. If we start to reach for what we really want, it's going to fall apart because underneath you're going to find out the real truth which is I'm not worthy. And it's it's just a belief system. It's not a truth. And learning to let go of that and shed that takes time and energy sometimes. Some people get it intellectually very quickly, but emotionally trusting and then starting to live in the shoes of worthiness, it changes everything around you. It changes your relationships with yourself, with the people around you, with your work, because suddenly that ease that you, we were just talking about before starts to show up in all different areas of your life. And wow, is it like wonderful, even when it has glitches, because we're not going to have a life that doesn't have bumps. How do we deal with those bumps? What is the attitude and the and the, the opportunity for growth here? And that that's everything. Once you start to shift that, life gets very, very easy. And I say you're living in joy, right? You're starting to have those moments of ecstasy instead of those moments of fear. Do you think that's ancestral? Do you think that's passed from generation to generation? And not only are we unwinding it for ourselves, but in some ways we're unwinding it for ancestral genetic lines. I think that whenever we unwind something for ourselves, we're unwinding for people around us, whether they're still here on the planet in this form or not, but we give permission to others by the ways in which we live our lives. One one of the most common questions I come up with, if I have a client who wants to have a relationship and they'll say, I really want a new relationship, but isn't that a selfish desire? I mean, maybe I should want something that's going to help the world. And I'm like, whoa, a healthy relationship is one of the things that helps the world the most. I mean, think about it. If you're walking down the street and you see a couple and they're just enjoying each other's company. 
I don't care if they're young or old, male or female. It doesn't matter when you see people really in love, really enjoying the company of the other person. It makes you smile. And that gives permission to everybody. That's not a selfish desire. That's exampling living a loving life. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't we like to see more of that? We see so much of what doesn't work. Why not have more examples of what does in a loving way? And we can expand that to almost anything. Be an example of someone who loves being a parent, loves working with other people. Whatever it is you're doing, if you're infusing it with love and with gratitude, other people's lives are impacted by that. I mean, haven't you ever gone to work and there's that one or two people that you just really are glad that they're going to be in your, you know, whatever it is you're doing that day? And maybe other people that you kind of wish maybe weren't going to be have to deal with that day. We have examples of being able to give permission and unwind these old stories every single day. And we get to choose whether or not we want to be part of the unwinding or if we want to be part of keeping it wound up. I love, I love that. So tell me about believing in and living the dreams of your heart. What does that mean for you? Because I love that statement. Well, when I talk to people about what they live, what they want for their life, right? When we talk about dream building, a lot of times when people think about dreams, it feels like it's way out here. It's something that I'm wishing for or hoping for. But if I think about a dream that's in my heart, that's coming from within. The dream of my heart, the the feelings that I've had, maybe since I was a child, but didn't didn't think I was good enough for whatever. There's all kinds of ways in which we, we, we squash out the dreams of our heart. We can't figure out how to do it. We don't think we're worthy of it. Somebody told us we weren't worthy of it, whatever the reason, but it's in there. It's within us. And when it's, when you have, and when you believe and you hold for a dream in your heart, it can't be stopped. Napoleon Hill called it burning desire, right? And having that focus it won't go away. Something that just doesn't go away. That's a dream that you hold in your heart. A dream that you have out here, you're always chasing. You're going after it. And when we chase things, we never catch them. But when we have something within, it can blossom. It can grow. It can absolutely evolve from within and become who we really are. And we all know that there's a part of us that wants to grow all the time. You know, there's a, there's a line in the Talmud that says, for every person, there's an angel leaning over the, the, for every, excuse me, for every blade of grass, there's an angel leaning over it, whispering, grow, grow, grow. You don't think that that every person has an angel leaning over us, whispering, grow, grow, grow to us. Until we stop breathing and leave this, this planet, growth and dreaming from our heart is who we are. And it doesn't matter if it's a big one or a little one. It doesn't matter if it's earth shattering or it just makes you feel good. It's real and it's important to give it life and to allow it to grow and breathe. You don't know what wonderful little joyous adventure can come from giving life to the dreams of your heart. I love that. You know, in some of my studies that I found, your heart is your most powerful generator. Yes. And what you feel emotionally in your heart is what you're sending out to the universe and bringing back in. So I can imagine those dreams that we hold in our heart and we're really passionate and we really have that emotional piece to it. It is getting sent out to the universe and it's coming back to us. That toroidal field 
that's around us that's pumped from our heart is pulling that energy out. And so we can tell ourselves all day long that we're this, this, and this. But if we can't feel it here, it doesn't connect. It's a misconnect. And so when you can line both of those up, as I tell people, that's when you're doing the magic of creating your own life. It's not easy, right? Because you got to really feel that you're worthy enough to have that or that you can get that. But once you get into that rhythm, that's when you can really create this joyful, abundant, beautiful life. I believe we came here to have that. I do too. Um, and not a lot of people do, but I believe we came here to create, to manifest and have, and I, you know, earlier you said, we're always going to have challenges and obstacles. So people look to spiritual leaders and they're like, oh, they must have a perfect life. Let me give you a clue. We cry, we bleed just like you do. We work through our stuff, but we work it. Um, and I think that's what makes the really big difference. So one of the other things you have in here is living an extraordinary life. What is extraordinary to you? Well, I got to tell you that that came from my father. And uh, when my father passed away, and it's been over 30 years now, I, uh, I gave his eulogy. And his eulogy was very simple. I simply got up and said, Thank you, Dad, for bringing such joy to us and to all the children around us. He was a he was a, a amateur clown. He became an amateur clown in 1976. Ten days before a parade, when they were going to do the bicentennial, he said to my mother, "I think I want a costume. I think I want to be a clown." And he started clowning in '76, and he did it till just a few years before he passed. And he brought so much joy. That was an ordinary thing, but it was an extraordinary way to go about it. An extraordinary result not just for him but for the community not just for our children but a larger community i thanked him for rigging the birthday bingo games at every one of our birthday parties so that every kid could go home a winner because when we were kids you know whoever won the prizes took them home they didn't do like they do now where everybody gets a gift bag to take home and i can see my parents dad would be calling the numbers and mother would be walking around to see who needed a bingo number and they had a little code and magically a child would get a bingo number and call bingo. And that's extraordinary. That's an ordinary way, right? It's ordinary living. And he made an extraordinary event out of it. I thanked him for loving our mother. We grew up in a household where our parents loved each other. A lot of people don't grow up in that. My own children didn't grow up in that. I was divorced more than once. And so that was an extraordinary thing that we, we, we were able to live when it was an ordinary choice to do. So I thanked him for teaching us how to live an ordinary life in an extraordinary way. And that's been at the core of what I do in my work and helping people to see that our lives can be filled with joy and that an extraordinary life doesn't have to be Jonas Salk and creating a vaccine. An extraordinary life can be raising your children with love, working with love and gratitude, being part of a community that brings more life to things. What gives you more life is what makes your life extraordinary. And what gives you more life expands the life of those around you. And that's what I mean by it. So I thanks, Dad. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I think that's awesome. 
Janet, share with our listeners, what do you offer? If somebody wanted to work with you, tell us about some of the things that you offer for clients or for the community. Well, thank you. I appreciate being able to talk about it a little bit. I do some one-on-one coaching. I limit that because I, I know that the presence it takes to be available to people and the energy it takes, I want to be able to do that. So I only take a certain number of one-on-one clients every year. I do group coaching classes. Those are on on, uh, Zoom. And I offer retreats and I also offer day treats. So my retreat is sold out for this year. I actually have a wait list for next year. And my day treat is actually going to be next Friday, the 29th. And it's just a little, like I call it a spiritual spa day, right? An opportunity to just take a pause and reflect and play you know, have community. Uh, So I'm going to have another one of those in October, October 7th, I'll have another day treat. Um, So if you watch my website, you can see what's coming up and what kinds of things I do. I usually have something going on, you know, every, every few months or so, in addition to clients, I, I'm at a wonderful stage in my life where I can decide how much I want to work, how many, you know, and how much I want to do, but I want to be available to people at my peak. And that means I take good care of myself. The younger me didn't do that. The younger me worked, worked, worked all the time. This person says, be present and enjoy and love and savor when you're working and also savor when you're not. And that gives me time to do some writing as well. And so thanks for talking about, I've been fortunate to be asked to co-author in four different books and I'm working on some other new projects now as well. I do have a really fun thing that I just finished doing and I call it a, the 21-Day Confidence and Abundance Challenge. I've never done something like this before. I literally recorded little mini, like little mini coaching sessions. They only run about two minutes. And um, I handed them over to my videographer. It's not my talking head because I don't think people need to have that. But <laughs> it's a little, it's just a little coaching session around the topic of either confidence or abundance. And then maybe something you could do or hold consciousness for that day to build that or to support that. And it drops in your inbox every day for 21 days. So one each day. And at the end of the 21 days, they're yours to come back and use as you want. It took me a long time to do it. So I'm really proud of it. And uh, we just we just launched it a couple weeks, a couple weeks ago. I love that. That sounds amazing. I understand because I'm in my video studio quite a bit. That's where I'm at today. Um, I've, I've done thousands of videos at this point. So, you know, for my online classes and for podcasts and for education, constantly recording. And I know what time it takes to pull all that together. So congratulations. It sounds awesome. It sounds something very easy for people to tap into. So I love that. I've gotten really good feedback. When I launched it just with my own database first as kind of an inside thing. And uh, I've already gotten great comments back. And they're like saying, oh, Janet, it's like having having you in my pocket in the morning and and uh, just picking up their day. And that made me feel really good because you know what it takes to do this kind of thing. And that was my first venture out in that way. I love that. I love that. Janet, thanks for taking the time to meet with me today. I've really enjoyed that. I hope we cross paths again and again. Always, I would love yes. to collaborate on a few things if you ever have any ideas. But thank you so much for being on the podcast. I really appreciate you inviting me, Violet. I, I see you at, at 
expos and shows when we're there. And I know that you're always spreading so much love in the work that you do. And uh, I appreciate being invited to be a part of it. Awesome. Well, everybody, thank you so much for watching today. Check out Janet's website. Check out her offerings. See what she offers. I hope you'll subscribe, comment, and like on all of our channels. And we hope to see you again really soon. Have a magical day. Are you seeking an online spiritual education resource? Do you crave to know more about various topics of spirituality? Discover Your Spiritual Gifts Academy offers a wide variety of programs, including Crystal Alchemy, Tarot, The Journey of the Fool, Akashic Record Reading Certification, and much more. These online courses allow you to learn on your schedule and at your own pace. You can find out more at www.discoveryourspiritualgifts.academy. Thank you for joining us. To find out more about Violet, head over to discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. You can also send a personal message to Violet through email, violet at discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. If you love the show, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Until next time, remember, we are all meant to have abundant and joyful lives. We hope to see you soon at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts.